What's up, fellow geeks, and welcome to this week's Into Geek podcast. Uh, this week, we're getting into another news cycle, including a couple of deaths. Regis Philbin and John Saxon, two pretty legendary people, to some degree, uh, passed away this past weekend. We'll get into that. We're also going to talk about Donald Glover getting a shot with Disney Plus to do uh, his own Landau Calrissian show. If it's anything like Mandalorian, it'll probably be pretty beastly. Uh, moving on from that segment, we're going to hit our fan theories. Chase and I discuss some of our favorite fan theories throughout uh, time with film and how things mix and how there's deeper plot. So sit back, relax. It's time to get into it. Let's go. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Into Geek podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Andrew, joined by Chase. Hey. Uh, today's show, we are hitting the news cycle once again. There's more stuff to talk about. Uh, then after that, we're going to deep... Deep dive into some really fun fan theories. I think uh, being a movie person, uh, fan theories are kind of like always talking points when you're out drinking with friends and stuff. Just like with your own, oh man, like, you know, what if this was this and this? You know, like there's all types of fun stuff to talk about there. So without further ado, we're going to go into the first news story. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, Sure, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus is coming out with a new series, Lando, with uh, Donald Glover reprising the role. Do you think this could be good, or is this going to suck? So, if Mandalorian hadn't already come out, I would have been like, this is going to be shit. Just just based on their, their previous track, track record. record. Yeah. But Mandalorian was really, really dope. So, it's like, that that was really cool. It was, it was a breath... breath for fresh breath of air? No, breath, breath, for, fresh, a breath, breath of fresh, fresh air. air. <laughs> My words don't mix. Uh, so that had a fun cast. It was it was not great. It was not perfect, but it was a lot of fun. And um, and so I, I look forward to, to second season of that. With this, is this going to be before Solo or after Return? Or, or like before, like what's going on in New Hope, what he's doing? Yeah, I so, have no clue. So I, I think timeline matters. And it's almost like, the thing in X Men where like Ian McKellen played Magneto first, right? Yeah. And then uh, who's who's the guy who played like young young uh, Magneto? Gosh, I can't think of his name, but uh, <sighs> he's German or something, or Austrian or something. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'll keep I'll keep stammering until you uh, you find it on your phone. Oh, real quick though, uh, what's up? Do you like Lando's performance? Uh, Donald Glover's performance? It was in solo. Fine. Are you fine so, with like that? it's it wasn't just like Billy Dee's. Uh, but I think he was Billy able D. <laughs> Billy D. Mr. Lando Calrissian. Uh, I, I think he brought enough to the role to make it a lot of fun. He made it his own thing. He was inherently cool, which is what is great about Donald Glover is that he's able to like adapt anything uh, with that. Okay, so the thing from X Men is they got Michael Fassbender to play young him, right? Yeah. And then once the movies ran into like the like late eighties or nineties, you're supposed to like, so he's supposed to change into Ian McKellen <laughs> in like six years or something. Like, like he was so much more attractive than Ian McKellen and so much younger. It made like no sense. So well, maybe in days of future past, like he's not supposed to get broken out of prison. I'm prison. is just <laughs> a work. hard time for him. <laughs> so I'm wondering if, if this is set, not enough time, is Donald Glover just going to be look like young and more attractive than like old ass Billy Dee Williams or something or whatever? Well, I'm curious in a way is like if they're just scrapping the whole solo too. And, stuff, oh, and they're just going to okay. make it because the guy who played solo, it's not like he's got other acting roles. You know what's funny about for. that is that everybody talked bad about him going into it, but I thought he was a lot like Han Solo. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was that bad. I mean, I mean, I, I, I thought he was fine. Used to. I just don't like, the movie direction wise, I think it's a very ugly movie. It's very gray and just dull looking. I thought they made some stupid decisions with it. With those, like, oh, you, what's your last name? Oh, I don't have one. So well, I guess you're no. solo, huh? <laughs> we'll just put that as your but last name. That's, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> like it started off like the first five minutes that was kind of cool with him joining the yes. Empire and stuff. I, I would have liked cool. to have seen him in the Empire. Yeah, that was and really seen cool. him him grow as a pilot, learn to be like a scoundrel. Maybe he's like bringing in booze and weapons and stuff. Just something cool. Yeah, and they were like none of that. No, no, no. that, that lasted in, two minutes. <laughs> he just immediately joins Woody Harrelson, and then they die immediately. You know, so it was like they they introduced all these fun characters, and they were like, yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. We're just going to go right into like Solo and like Chewie or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, so I I have a few friends who think that that, that, that is, is their favorite movie of all the Star Wars. I mean, I'll, I do like the the end twist, bringing Darth Maul back. Yes. I thought that was really cool. Like, and it's I also Ray Park, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. But, uh, oh, also, uh, he redid his role for, for the cartoon um, here recently for like the, uh, the end of the actual like 
Clone oh, Wars right. series, whatever. He came in um, with this other actress uh, for for his like final fight scene against like Ahsoka, and so and so it's not just like computer graphics doing a fight scene. Does he it, does it's the actually, voice. I, I think so. I hope so because I feel bad. Like he's done that role, and he was uh, a in Toad. And Toad, yes, and like Toad. he gets like two hey, lines. He's also in um, X versus Sever, with right. the, with that, a terrible. But like he never Lucy gets Lou lines movie. in movies. Like, yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you're doing some voice acting. Yeah. Get so so it was cool to see him do to, to come back to reprise that role. So no, but I agree. I think that 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 could be like a really fun show because. You don't you don't need a big budget. It's the same thing no. with like *The Mandalorian*. It's just it's more of like a set piece show, yeah. you know, or like a really cheap you know *Star Trek* show or something. Whatever, I think it's fine. And I think if Donald Glover like tries to help write on it and stuff, like he'll make it where it's at least fun. I I, I do hope this does not interfere with him doing *Atlanta*. I watched both those seasons uh, during quarantine, which is also like another hidden COVID gem. This is from like yeah. the last episode. Uh, that show's awesome, and it got pushed back because of, of COVID. So I I hope that these don't like mess up each yeah. other or anything but yeah. i mean like yeah it's it sounds cool to all yeah. watch it all right so my uh first piece of news um recent interview with uh josh hartnett who people might not remember um during like the early 2000s he was this next up-and-coming heartthrob really cool young actor he took a step back um i forget i forget exactly i don't know if it was because he had a kid or something happened but like he, he deliberately quit doing movies for like a few years there and now he's kind of coming back but he's kind of under the radar. I think like he recently he did Penny Dreadful, which is like a show and stuff. And, and maybe like one or two other things. Well, I don't know. I didn't see so, um, a person just kind of like, uh, wanted to talk to him about the business that came out. He was offered the role, uh, to play Superman in the one that had Brandon Routh. Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. So, so he was offered that role. He turned it down. He was also in talks to play Batman, uh, for Nolan. Really? But, um, that one never really grew past, past like a, a little bit like of interest. And then he was linked to maybe play the new Spider-Man that Andrew Garfield ended up playing. So my question to you is, do you see him as any of these roles? And if not, uh, what superhero role could you see Josh Hartnett playing? Uh, right now, I could... Ugh, that's tough. Uh, I couldn't see him playing any of those roles just because he's always had a kind of a baby face. He does, he does. So it would have been tough. Uh, he is kind of like... I want to like see what he looks cool like now. Well, again, I hadn't seen him in 10 years. Yeah, so I mean, Sin like... City he, might have been you know the last he, thing I saw. He has the same look. He hasn't really put on weight or anything, you know? He didn't go, like, full yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser where, where he just, like, ate himself, like, like, like almost, like, out of acting. So <laughs> so, so he's, he's, still, he's still attractive. I, I think he's around, like, 40 now at this point. Yeah, he's, he's around my age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so like you know, he's not too old. He can still do some like physical stuff. On, on Penny Dreadful, he plays this like cowboy werewolf or whatever. It's pretty dope. Uh, and I, 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 I didn't I like when he was an actor. Like Forty Days, Forty Nights, I thought was really funny. Yes. He did the opening scene in Sin City. Yeah, like, he's done a lot of stuff. He and did, I did um, like a, uh, the movie Faculty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fa- so Fa- Fa- hey guys, another hidden gem. Yeah. Faculty is good. It's got like an invasion of the body snatchers feel to it, except it's all MTV people. Whatever, <laughs> it's great. Uh, another movie. Um, he did the one with um, Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman, where he's like not not a hitman directly, but oh, uh, he, seven. Se- yeah, what, um, lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, seven. <laughs> that's a really good movie too. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a little good. it's a little overproduced, but but it's still a lot of fun. Characters are great in it. A lot of awesome actors. Um, he, he did a ho- Hollywood homicide with uh, Harrison Ford. Yes, where he plays an actor as a cop. Yeah. Uh, he also did Thirty Days a Night, where which is one of the best vampire movies I yeah. think around. Yeah, I um, that. he he's really good in that. Um, so yeah, so if I agree, I don't. I mean, I don't may, know what superhero. Maybe I could maybe see him as like as like an underdeveloped Batman style dark character. And if I'm going that way, I I might uh, put him as the question. Or something or whatever. I could see him maybe uh, if they redid everything, but like I could see him playing like a dead shot. You know what? I was also on that track, and I was thinking like he might have been like a really cool Taskmaster. Oh yeah, that coming up been. in that, you know, like, like, like he he has a very like cool graveled voice, yeah. you know, to him, whatever, and, and he looks very like hard boiled. So I, he'd have to be like a, like a, a character, yeah. a Punisher esque uh, style. Like character he has that look, kind of like he just doesn't care, which he kind of doesn't because he left Hollywood. He didn't care. Yes. So. Yeah. So basically, his reasoning was um, he didn't want his career to be solely defined by doing that role. 
So he didn't want to become Superman, and then and then he's always Superman, which is kind of true so he because did nothing. <laughs> well, no, I mean like he 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 chose all his stuff based on actual passion projects and not on money and fame, which is obvious because a lot of people probably don't, as we're talking about, it, they probably yeah. don't know who he is. But if you think about Brandon Routh, I think of him first as Superman. I don't think of I mean, him as, as anything else. Oh, well, he's on Superman. He's in the new show, whatever. Uh, uh, DC Legends yeah, of Tomorrow. Yeah, DC Legends of Tomorrow. And then the only other thing I can even really think of him in, he was in Zack and Mira makes a porno. He's also in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, he's, oh yeah. He had a little small role. He, in he's that. great in that. You know, he, he was he good is in that. He was good in that. Vegan Powers. It's, it's great. Uh, yeah, so he, he has a couple of small of small stuff here and there. But yeah, I agree. It's like it's like he, he did Superman Returns and Brandon Routh. It failed, and his career just kind of followed that. It yeah. just, you know, he was never able to like really get going. And it's it's weird because when he was on Legends of Tomorrow, I was like, I was like, that's so weird. It's, it's such a small project, but I was like, that was ten years, twelve years since, or longer yeah. since since he did Superman. I was like, hey, I guess not actually, or whatever. Uh, so that's all for that. Uh, Chase, what is your next piece of? Uh, sorry news? to say, but uh, Regis Philbin died. He was. Uh, I believe 88 years old. Uh, I did not know this about him. Uh, Regis Philbin actually has the Guinness Book of World Records. He's been on TV more than any other human being in, ever. Wow. He is has, he just famous for being famous? No, he's been like he had the Regis show and stuff like That's that. What I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, but he did that show for 53 years. Did he do <laughs> anything else before Regis and Kelly or Regis? And I think it was a sh- there was a guy who had a show. Okay, and then he took over. And then he did that show for 50 years. I, and then he did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, I think that's where I, that, I mainly yeah. know him from is yeah. that. Once whatever. he did that, that just took him to another that's level. That's your final answer. He was yeah. also, like, also in the 80s, uh, big in David Letterman. He was on his show. So really? I think as what? As what? It, he just was, was always comic? on the show. No, I mean, he just did. Because I mean, he was still doing Regis and Kathy Lee. And he would just, I guess they're filming in the same area, like the same building and stuff. So he would come up because they do their shows. Right, they do like David Letterman at two o'clock. In the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like yeah. he'd be done with Hollywood Regis. trick people. Yeah, <laughs> they're all done in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, but he has like something like pretty much for fifty something years he was on TV an hour a day. What's funny is you brought up Regis Philbin died, but not the other actor that also died this week. Oh yeah, uh, I actually it was yesterday. <laughs> I think so. Uh, John Saxon died. Um, who people don't know, he was in like Enter the Dragon. He he's the dad on Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street and, and then a, a litany of other things. He was a lot of B, yeah, Cinemax yeah. kind of. But I I tell you, I saw Enter the Dragon as a kid, and I liked him from then on because it's such a fun role. This like white karate <laughs> master on this island, and, and then he finds a way to like start gambling and stuff or whatever. That's the dream. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so like that's uh, I, so I, since then I, I've just always liked him, and, and then after so I watched that. And then I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'm thinking, like, why doesn't he just like fucking bust out some kung fu here? What is, what is going on? Here? <laughs> why is he such an asshole to his daughter? <laughs> such a bitch. What's going on here? Uh, so, so shout out to Regis Philbin and John Saxon, uh, both with, and also um, what uh, one lead actresses from Gone with the Wind. It's actually died. the last one from the movie that was still alive. She was 104, 104 years, old. years old. Yeah, I, Molly, I can't think of her name. But I, I can't think of her name. I feel bad. I kind of want to look it up. <laughs> old white lady. Yeah, uh, so four years old. Four years. That's that's old, dude. That's a long time to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, she she also died or whatever as well. So like you know, it's like a a three for there. It's uh, Olivia de Havilland. Some of that sounds right. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, she's uh, a two time winner of an Academy Award for Best Actress too, though. For for like Gone with the Wind. Or I don't for... think you can win the award twice for one role. There's like remake, maybe. You don't, you don't know. She did the remake. You don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on from uh, sad news, uh, we're going to go into uh, kind of more more comic booky news. Um, so yesterday, I think, was the 15-year anniversary of uh, Constantine, a, a movie that came out back in 2005 starring Keanu Reeves based on the Hellblazer comic books in, in D.C., the movie itself is not a lot like those comics. It's You, know, you can tell it's... They had almost... Hollywood. A, yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood. A, almost like an underworld vibe to it. You know, it had, had this dark gothic feel to it. Um, but it's one of Kennedy's better roles, I think, or whatever. Um, he, he does a really good job. It, it's a really cool world. They said that they, they had plans to make sequels. Uh, would you be interested in a constant sequel? And on, not only that, what's another movie that only had one and you would have liked for them to have, have continued on? Ooh, uh, that's tough. Uh, I will say... Uh, I liked him as John Constantine. Uh, I I don't know. I've heard they're like maybe doing more, but I don't know if they're going to start over and reboot it. I well, I hope not. I think they are. I think they're going to start and reboot it because 
that like I mean, a Keanu Reeves is fifty something years old. They want to you know make this last. Side note: Has any person of his age ever looked as badass on screen? What do you mean? Because like John Wick, you know, like like he's so old in that, but but they oh, make uh, him Liam look Neeson. like. I mean, they, they make that dude a badass, and he looks twice as old as Keanu I bought some Reeves. Skittles. I'll find you. But yeah, they make him look <laughs> badass. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. But I mean, like a lot of that's like really, really shaky cam esque. Oh, as I mean, well. but I mean, they can make old people look good. I mean, I mean, even when they, they did the, they can make old people look good. Yeah, <laughs> look like they kick they can uh, de aging people. Yeah, but, yeah, they can do that. But like, I mean, whatever. Uh, uh, who's James Bond? Uh, uh, Daniel Craig. No, the first one. Uh, Roger Moore. The first one. <laughs> Uh, Sean Connery. Well, Sean Connery he wasn't like, the person. He won, but I'm saying that he was the big one. But Sean Connery, uh, like, I mean, yeah. The Rock and stuff, they made him look great next to Nicolas Cage, and that's tough to do. <laughs> that's tough to do. Um, if, if I had, so I, I, I would like to see another Constantine. I, I think it's a fun world. Um, I would actually like to start, at least get some of the characters. Like, he is British. That's a big part of him. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's fair. You know, like, maybe rebooted or, or yeah, we something got, like we got like we're taking roles from Brits they never take roles from us so I mean and that's not true a, a, <laughs> no, a, a lot of Brits are still in our jobs I'm kidding I'm kidding um, a movie that I would like to have seen a sequel that was planned on having a sequel uh, it was called Push it starred uh, Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning and it was this world where psychics have like abilities and powers and it was like it wasn't based on a comic book but they wanted to start their own cinematic style universe, a trilogy of films. And basically like uh, Chris Evans can, he's got like moderate telekinesis. And then, and then, and so it starts off, he's using it to like, you know, win like a, a, like dice games and things or whatever. Dakota Fanning can see the future, but she keeps herself drunk to like not do it. And at the time she was like, I think like 15 or something or whatever. So there's a multitude of different types of psychic people that have like really cool abilities and stuff. And it was always a really fun premise. But just, just me in general, I, I love films that use psychic powers. Like, you know, if it's Carrie or if it's like, you know, scanners or like, you know, I, I love the idea of people having mind powers. It's so cool to me. Um, so I, I'm a real sucker for that. But they, they planned on doing more, but it only made like $60 million or something. And so, yeah, they just didn't, you know, continue with it, whatever. But it's not a bad movie. I don't know if it's on any uh, streaming platforms, but, you know, if, if you're watching HBO and it pops up, you know, you should totally check it out. It's only like an hour and a half or something. Uh since I had to think of something real quick, uh, one movie just came, came to mind is that actually a movie came out in, I think, 85, 86. Tango uh, and Cash. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, maybe not so much a sequel, maybe a spinoff, but I just love the world it was built. Was, okay. uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. I love the idea. It was like, they had Hollywood and cartoons were real. Yeah, they used yeah. them as actors and stuff. I and it's that was... so strange. There's no there's no reasoning behind it. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's always been like this. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, cartoons yeah. have always if been you, real. Yeah. Like in the 80s, too. Like for me, it was like, is this really how it is? Driving a Tennessee. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go to California. Oh. I mean, they got cartoons there. And like Mickey and uh, Bugs Bunny are hanging out. Yeah, like, yeah. You never got to see that. Never got to I see mean, that. I mean, it was yeah. awesome. I was like, I want to see this world more. And so. then, and then, I think that that was almost was every kid born in that area's uh, in that era's first real crush in Jessica Rabbit. Jessica oh, Rabbit. Yeah. And what's what's crazy about about her? Uh, she was specifically drawn in the most um, scientifically sexual way. Like 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 it's like her it weight worked. her her waist to chest ratio. It was it was actually measured out that that's like men's. Favorite, like, uh, in terms of like, uh, like sight or basically, yeah. but, but, like, if you use an x ray on her, like, I don't know where her ribs are, <laughs> <laughs> like, her body doesn't make any sense, but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like, I'm not sure exactly. I had to do a sequel to it because either storm, yeah, in trouble again, but like a spinoff where it just shows the world, someone else's. I'd watch a show like that, yeah, that would be great, that'd be really cool, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, what's your last piece of news? Uh, last piece, uh, so Zack Snyder came out, uh, with some new Justice League. I guess Snyder Cut news uh, showed a couple of little footage. You get to see actually uh, Superman in the black suit. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to see. Also, uh, there was discussion. So the movie is like 218 minutes. <laughs> and they don't know if they're going to release it as like one just big feature film or they're going to do it like a miniseries and have episodes. So is is he reshooting scenes? I have no clue. Or Supposedly he's just got a whole bunch. Of is there like a USB in his closet <laughs> that, 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 that he just found behind some boxes? I don't know. He did say uh, he would blow it all up though. It, like in, if he had to use any of Josh Whedon, yeah, like yeah. stuff. So I don't know if there's like a few there. What's well, funny or... is you're talking about Josh Whedon. There, there's other news about him. Um, the guy who plays Cyborg came out. Uh, I'm not sure how long ago, and was talking about how terrible Josh Whedon was on set, uh, handling other actors, ha handling people on the set. 
And he had to stop talking about it because uh, the studio made him sign a uh, non-disclosure agreement. But he is uh, currently being like under like investigation about everything. And like here recently, Fisher, they asked him uh, how he felt about it, and he said, and, and he said like you know he still feels the exact same way. And it's weird that Josh Whedon hasn't threatened him with slander or anything because everything you know that that like he said is true or whatever. Yeah. So this could be like a really big hit to Josh Whedon's career if true. Um, he already pulled out of uh, Comic Con as well and stuff. He, he was uh, in line to have like a panel, and yeah. they, they like he pulled him out and everything because you know it's, he's got like a lot of current bad press going on. Hmm, I did not know about. That. Yeah, which is kind of sad because like he's done a lot of projects that I he's like. He's done like a lot of good stuff, but like. So is everybody a monster chase? Like, like yes. is, is everybody? We're monsters, y'all don't know. It if, yet. If, 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 if people keep are... listening, you'll find out. <laughs> if folks are just unchecked, do they just act like assholes? I think. Uh... When you do a job just for the money, you will be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, like, like me saying that, at least we know that Kenner Reeves is a good dude. Yeah, he is. That, that dude, that really is. Like, I don't know if all his stories are true, but he sounds almost like a legend at this yeah. point or whatever, because I just, I just constantly hear things. The, there was a really funny um, thing that happened to him last year where uh, the, uh, he was on a, a plane. It got delayed. So the, uh, it, it was like a small airport. They, they gave them a, a bus shuttle. And for anybody who wanted to use it, could could it would drive them home, whatever. And Kana was like, okay, cool. And so and so for like nine hours, he rode in the bus with these like random people, whatever. And then they stopped like Wendy's and he bought everybody food and stuff or whatever, you know. Just like <laughs> awesome. he just like answered questions and took pictures of everybody on the bus. It's just he's just like a genuinely cool dude or whatever. Okay, you have to ask Keanu Reeves one question. What's your question? Oh man, what is the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he could. Not do any one movie. What would it be? Like, Ooh, that's tough. Like, if you could take away one of his his, his movies. See, I bet there's one that like Dracula. I was going to say like I bet he likes it. Hello but there, I think Dracula. Just all the bad press of like prepare to die. So bad. It's so bad. It's so it's it's such a it's such a weird '90s movie. Yeah. Um, and Gary Oldman's great. In he it, is, but like. Ken Reeves is so out of place. It's almost as bad as Kevin Costner in Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. So so who has the worst British accent? I don't think uh, Kevin Costner even he, went for the British accent. He was like, Fuck it. I was like, no, this is American Robin Hood. <laughs> you would ever, man. Uh, also, like another pretty cool guy is uh, Chris Evans. We were, we were talking yeah, about him earlier. I've heard a lot of good stories about him. Uh, a week ago, a kid was attacked by a dog. Um, uh, it was protect a, his sister. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. His his sister was being attacked, and he ran in there. He's like six or something yeah, or whatever. And he, he got he got mauled. M- mauled. He got messed up really bad. I'm hoping that his. Uh, Facial construction's not that hard, but it was really cool because he, he's a big superhero fan. Yeah, and Chris Evans did a video for him and was like, as Captain America, just be like, you know, you're you're like a like a real hero and da da da. da. And and then he sent him like an actual shield, shield yeah. from, from the movies. And then Robert Downey Jr. piggybacked on that and was like talking trash for it. Was, it was just great. Yeah, it's just uh, awesome. He man. said yeah. something like, "Hey, on your next birthday, call me. I got something for you." And I don't know if like if he's going to show up to this kid's birthday party <laughs> or here's like here's your an Iron, Iron Man, Man suit. suit. Yeah. yeah, when you're 18, you can fit into it. <laughs> you're gonna be Iron Lad. Let, yeah, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. So I, I, it's always fun. The people that that you enjoy their work that they end up being cool people. Yeah. And they're not, I mean, like, you know, like Kevin Spacey coming out as being terrible. Like, 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 oh God, Rhett broke me, dude. I love some of these movies. I was like, I, was like, I yeah. can't like any of his stuff anymore. Thanks, man. Like, I didn't even watch any more, uh, whatever the show he had on Netflix. Oh, oh uh, House of Cards. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't think he was in it anymore, but I was Nuts. like, I can't watch it. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, um, Netflix has greenlit to do a Usagi Yojimbo cartoon. Uh, people who don't know, uh, that was the Samurai Bunny Rabbit from Ninja Turtles. Oh, really? So I'm wondering if it's going to be like a mature theme because a lot of people don't know the original comic books were adult themed. They were all like very violent, people getting cut up, and they eventually brought in Yojimbo from his own comics through like, you know, time time travel bullshit yeah. or whatever. But the cartoon was so lighthearted and colorful and fun that everybody just assumes that like it's like that or whatever. So I would love to see like a really hardcore Ninja um, Rabbit. <laughs> Ninja Rabbit. I mean, like almost like. Um, a mature themed, um, like uh, Castlevania is really cool. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't do an anime style. I would do like like an American Samurai Jack style, probably for it or something or whatever. Uh, I mean, it could still be kind of adult, but just not be over the top, like R rated. Like they got a new Transformers uh, cartoon movie thing coming out on Netflix. Oh, it comes okay. Out, like actually, like a week or I think or something like All that. Right. And it looks very like action oriented. It looks adult, but it don't. It's not over the top. It's not for kids, but 
Gotcha. I don't think it's over the top or anything. Um, if you could have any cartoon character get a show on Netflix and be like a mature, fun, adult-themed cartoon, what would you go with? Uh, that is tough. Uh, I have one in my mind that I think you and our friend Jamie. Would oh, pick. that's the first one. That was I it? Was it Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I wasn't thinking that one. I was thinking Deadpool. I was like, you know, a cartoon of Deadpool because then you could do so the, much. Well, with they were planning on doing that. With, yeah. uh, and it was written by uh, Donald Glover, right? Yeah. It, something. Yeah. Hold, hold on. Yeah. It was yeah, Deadpool, it was, right? Yeah, it was Deadpool, Deadpool right? Yeah. yeah. And like that was the first thing that kind of came to my mind. But... The first thing that came to mind for me was Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck would be Howard probably. the Duck would be fucking hysterical. That probably. could be good. Yeah. He's <laughs> like quack doing yeah. stuff. All right, guys. Uh, I believe that's all for news. Yeah, that's all for news. All right, so let's move on to some fun stuff. Uh, fan Ooh. theories. Uh, every geek loves to watch their favorite movies and then try and find correlation between Easter eggs and be like, oh, actually, this person does this, da, 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 and this universe is all mixed. You know, whatever. And so we thought it'd be fun to kind of find uh, some really popular fan theories that people might not know about and then throw them at you. Uh, did you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, you go ahead. So one of my favorite fan theories, um, in Shrek, uh, donkey, right? Is, is, is he, he's a talking donkey, I'm right? I'm a donkey. I'm donkey. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> um, uh, so a really fun fan theory is that if you go back and watch the Disney movie Pinocchio, there is an island where all of these terrible kids are taken and they're given like this drink, this, you know, concoction and it turns them into donkeys. And then they're then sold into like weird donkey slavery or something, whatever. It doesn't really go into it. Uh, side note, that guy never gets his his like comeuppance. So he's just still <laughs> making donkey kids or whatever. <laughs> and I don't know how much money is in that business or whatever. Oh, there's tons. <laughs> there's tons. So much, so donkey, much money. Business. <laughs> donkey business. Um, so the theory is Donkey from Shrek was one of these kids that actually used to be a normal boy. And then he was turned into a donkey. And that would explain why he can speak and stuff or whatever. Uh, and it also links more obscure Walt Disney stuff. And I've, I've, I've always loved that idea because it just makes sense to me. It's, it's such like, it's such a, a fun, like Edgar Wright, almost like, you know, yeah. you know, a little like Easter egg, you know, that, that like, it's either, you know, it or like, you know, you, like, you don't know it or whatever. So, uh, Shrek, I think donkey is from Pinocchio actually. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard of that one. So that one is kind of interesting. Uh, what I got, uh, my wife actually recommended, she likes this one. Uh, is a Harry Potter one. It is that the uh, theory is that J.K. Rowling is actually Reader Skeeter. And supposedly she did something bad and got banished from the Wizarding World. So as an F.U. back, she wrote the story of like Harry Potter from their worlds. Uh, which is kind of funny because she got banished and like you're kind of wondering if it could happen or not. But Right now, she's transphobic and is getting banished from us. <laughs> so maybe she did that there. It's weird because she was retrofitting um, a lot of other like ideologies yeah. to make herself not seem racist and not seem this. Yeah. But she's like, what, like trans stuff? I'm uh, out. I'm out on that. the line. That's the line. <laughs> Sexo changicus. Yeah. Like... But it was just kind of interesting because like, it, like her character, you could see it kind of like, I mean, of course, there is no wizards. You don't know think. that. You don't know that. We think. But... I thought it is a fun one. It gives you hope that there are wizards. J.K. Rowling being being uh, transphobic also goes back to everybody's an asshole. Oh yeah, everybody's an asshole. If you no one thought J.K. Rowling. Yeah, was if an you asshole. give if you give anybody time, they they will let you down. <laughs> so don't have heroes, folks. Don't and, have heroes. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's <laughs> it's the just truth. Life. <laughs> I'm sad all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, so my next one is I don't know how how big it is, but like I've heard it here and there. The idea is Willy Wonka um, murdered those kids, and that, <laughs> and that he is a serial killer. Uh, the proof being that he already had songs ready for his Oompa Loompas to sing, um, and then if you go through the, the film, as the kids get off one by one, um, the size placement for 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 like their next uh, vehicle, whatever, is only that many people. So it's like he's like purposely planning these these like serial murders. Not only that, he's also turning them into candy, and he is he's serving them to the public or whatever. And so, and he wanted Charlie to take over the business as as the, the next like candy slayer or whatever you know and stuff. That's a fun one. <laughs> it, oh, it's fun. Like I, I know uh, I've heard of that one. I know it's one like with the boat, like the boat only six six. So when they got to it, yeah, some of the kids had to be dead. Exactly. In order to so, 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 so it was, that makes it fun. Yeah. So it's like that, and plus, like, um, like Wonka is like 
flippant behavior where I was like, oh, cool, a, a kid died, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, there's that, and also there's another one where uh, people think that Wonka is Charlie's actual dad or something or whatever, some crazy stuff like that. But that one I didn't feel a, a nah, as okay. strong with. But I would have loved for Tim Burton to have done this version. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally just him murdering kids. Or that would have been a lot of fun. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, like um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's, it's Willy Wonka. Wonka. Yeah. What's, your next, cool. what's your next one? My next one also has to do with murderers. But the best. Kids and murderers. Ooh, even better. <laughs> yes. Uh, the theory is that Kevin McAllister from the hit mm. movie Home Alone, played by Macaulay Culkin, grows up to be Jigsaw, <laughs> the <laughs> killer from the Saw franchise. This one to me, I think it's just fun just because it's like, you, I mean, I grew up and a little, uh, I'm around the same age Macaulay Culkin is. So, like, I saw this kid on TV, and he's doing these things against Joe yes! Pesci. Actually, I hated him. And I think oh, it was man. jealousy. I'm like, why does this kid get to be famous? And I'm not. <laughs> so I hated Macaulay All Culkin. them damn micro-machines. But then as he got older, I respect him and stuff like that. And he's fun. Uh, but, like, Saul, I really love the first Saul movie. I think it's a great movie. And I like the idea of, like, this kid grew up being just crazy and tormented these robbers. And he, he got that itch. <laughs> he got that itch and he like you know grew up and became Jigsaw and yeah. became crazy I, I think it's fun that movie. would be a really fun recasting movie for them, <laughs> for them to just get Macaulay Culkin to do like a Saw reboot yeah that would be like really great um, a, a side note I think it's great that Macaulay Culkin grew up normal-ish yeah. He's not totally normal, but like... He went through a phase where he was not he normal. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't get the uh, Corey Haim treatment or whatever, where he just got banged by everybody in the 80s. So, yeah. So, so fortunately for him, his, his parents took his money, but, but they saved his butt. So, like, you know, he's 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 reasonably normal. We're going to put him great. in the unawful yet column. <laughs> we don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know yet. Uh, the next one, I don't know how much water it holds, but I thought it was kind of fun, and it's a Marvel one, so I want to do that. Yeah. The theory is... Howard Stark, back in the day, um, used the experimental super soldier serum on Tony Stark. And this would explain why when he was hit in the first movie by the rocket propel grenade and he's got shrapnel in him, his body didn't break down and die. And explains how he got like 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 poisoning from, from certain things, how he's able to take a lot of physical force and not get concussions and things like that. How he was able to go up into space and he didn't get any type of radiation or anything uh, put into him. So like, there's all these little things and it could also help explain why he's so intelligent because he has this like hyper like intelligence ability. So the idea is that basically Howard Stark was testing on, on his son and Tony Stark's like almost like a failed experiment as well or whatever. Um, but he has remnants of the super soldier program. See, that's not a bad, but what I don't like about it is because, like, during the Iron Man and Avengers movies, like, you kind of find out that, like, Howard Stark was kind of a dick. And then at Explains Endgame, it, though, right? Or, but then at Endgame, they give him this nice moment. He was a good guy. <laughs> and this, this kind of conspiracy really makes him a dick again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know how I feel but about I, that I wouldn't one. put it past Howard Stark to, like, test on no, his kid, no. though. No, no, no. It's, especially if he thought it would give his son <laughs> extra privilege beyond being white and rich. He was like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Superpower privilege as well. Uh, so, I, I'm not sure how, how true that one is. Oh, but, but, I mean, but it's the whole idea. He was, he was infatuated with Captain America. So, yeah. I mean, there, it's there also true, some, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think, I think th there's enough stuff there that you can, like, lie yourself into it. Yeah, because, I mean... Thanos punches the hell out of him. He, <laughs> he drops a there. moon on yeah. him and he doesn't die. So yeah. it has to be something like that. Well, speaking of superheroes, my uh, next one is also in the superheroes. It's in the Batman vs. Superman kind of Suicide Squad era. Uh, in the movie Batman vs. Superman, you do see a, uh, a Robin outfit. And it's yes. spray painted with the jokes on you, Batman, on it. The theory is that Robin actually becomes the Joker. And a big part of the theory that like makes it hold water and stuff is you see in the suit, there's like bullet holes in it. And the idea is like, you think the Joker killed Robin. Yeah. But then when you see the Joker in suicide squad, he's got a shirt off stuff. He's got actually bullet like hole marks in oh, the exact same okay. spot. I just thought that those were just more bad tattoos. <laughs> there's a lot of those, <laughs> but I mean, so it's, it kind of holds uh, a little bit of a, uh, like, I don't know, it holds a little bit of weight that this, it, like, I kind of hope it's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. That Joker actually, like, Robin became the Joker. Because, I mean, like, stuff. that's kind of a cool There's thing. a couple of different uh, timeline stories yeah. um, uh, of, of that being factual, where, where Joker was, was like, a, a previous Yeah, album. they did a, the Batman Beyond Batman one, Beyond had one or whatever. One, uh, and the, then, and, uh, 
fast uh, fast point at least the cartoon version. Yes. His mom actually becomes the Joker. I can't remember. I know that. I know that Tim. I'm sorry, not not Tim Drake. Uh, who's the one who turns into Red Hood? Red Hood is uh, Jason Todd. J- uh, yeah, Jason. Jason Todd, Todd right? So uh, I don't I don't know if there's another one who turns into the Joker. I know that in Flashpoint, his mom. Yeah, right? his mom. It, 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 we were saying. Um, so I think that would make that movie definitely better. I mean, like it, supposedly it there's a, a suicide like cut, a really? David Goyer cut that's like 200 and some minutes, <laughs> and like 40 of it is really all the Joker. Wow. And they really just cut it all. Well, you know, I mean, it would also explain why Jared Leto's performance is so terrible. It's because he's not really Joker. He's just yeah. he's 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 a tormented ex Robin. ex Robin yeah. or whatever, and, and and he just broke psychologically and became Joker or whatever. You yeah. know, so. Uh, Hopefully I, they didn't get rid of him and get a good Joker. Well, no, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, so that that could allow you to bring back Jared Leto, and then maybe psychologically, at some point, he gets healed and then becomes Robin again or something or whatever, like or 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 you Nightwing or something or whatever. Yeah, because uh, he's he's a good actor. Yeah, he's um, a good actor. Yeah, I just uh, I just I, I don't think he wants to play Nightwing. He only wants to play Joker. Joker. Dude, yeah. I heard some crazy things. He was like. Masturbating into condoms and giving them to people and I stuff, get whatever. People rats or oh, something. Dude. Like I feel like he heard Heath Ledger stories and he was like, "I can one up that." Yeah, yeah. Except he didn't at all. Like no. he was awful. Uh, yeah. So uh, I will piggybacky, piggybacky, piggyback <laughs> <laughs> off of your uh, Batman fan theory. Going to my Batman fan theory, which is Dark Knight. There's a, a, a theory that the Joker was an ex-war veteran from Iraq. And this basically explains how he is a badass with, in hand-to-hand. He is uh, very good with, with uh, tactics and strategy, with weapons, with uh, bombs. Um, how he, he basically, uh, his own clothes and stuff. So it, 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 just, it, it basically explains why he's so tactically um, um, good at everything. And he's not just because because he, he constantly says you know like you know oh like you know like you know I, um, um, I don't have a plan or whatever and it's all horseshit he does have a plan yeah. and it's it, it, it's a chaotic plan or whatever but like uh, there's a lot of like so it would explain why he has PTSD and why he, he's attacking this like establishment and why maybe he was attracted to a war with Batman because it makes him feel at home you know. So I've always really liked that idea that it gives you a little bit more. I mean like I, even though I, I feel that Joker's best left unknown and yeah, just I, as a mystery you know, like you know some people just want to watch the world burn you know like, yeah, like I, I love you know, like like not everybody needs a backstory yeah. and exposition you know it's just great joker's great because he just he just loves violence yeah. he just, i mean yeah. it's great they they added that line like some people he tells that story michael kane does and it's just some people just want to watch it that tells you all you need to know yeah about exactly exactly you don't need the backstory that told you everything and, I mean, the character it's also why that movie is really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so moving on from that one, I have a couple of uh, of quick ones here. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, oh, I got one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's a little longer, but mine is a Star Wars one, and it is that the Galactic Empire are actually the good guys, and the Rebellion are pieces of shit. <laughs> okay. So yes, uh, if you watch Star Wars and you watch them all and stuff like that, you see like in Episode One, Episode Two. The Republic and everything, it's not running very well at all. Things are going bad. So the Empire actually like stabilizes it and it's like, hey, we're, we're going to be in control of everything and everything will be okay. Everything kind of is okay. Like you never actually see anything bad happen yeah. or anything bad they do. Uh, well, oh, oh, well they, they, they blow up Alderaan, don't they? Hold on. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. okay we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, okay. So first off, uh, let's start episode four, like the opening scene. What are the Empire doing? Someone robbed them, who the rebellion, and they're just after them, okay? They literally just, hey, you robbed us, we're coming. That's Cops are going to do that. I mean, okay, that's just okay. How it's done. Uh, the rebellion, they're not the best people. They literally shoot to kill. The Galactic Empire, don't, they give you tons of warning shots. <laughs> okay? They never I love anything. the idea that stormtroopers are not inept. They're just like safety first. They're- exactly. I mean, it happens all throughout, too. They... Uh, the Empire always take prisoners. If you watch it, no one ever dies on the Rebellion side. Everybody dies on the Galactic Empire side. They take uh, Princess Leia, uh, or they take her prisoner. They could kill Han Solo. No. What do they do? They invite him, Chewie, and Leia to dinner. Okay? <laughs> they don't even... There's like... I mean, Sweethearts. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, the Rebellion... Also, hold on real quick. Uh, so, like, they're, they're more pacifists. They, they'll, like, you know, capture you. They're not going to do it. Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they fight in episode four. If you watch it, Darth Vader actually never attacks Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is always on the uh, attack 
and Darth Vader's always on the defensive side until the final blow. Uh, also, during that fight, the stormtroopers come over. They could just shoot Obi-Wan, <laughs> but no, they don't. They're, they're respecting the battle, and they're not going to just kill a guy just like <laughs> who's like blindsided. I mean, they could easily just do that. Uh, so you have that. Uh, the Rebellion, are they good guys? Let's see. Han Solo, they make a general. The dude's a criminal, <laughs> okay? Lando Calrissian stabs them all in the back, and the next movie is leading the whole army of, in the flight. Uh, so, also, Obi-Wan, kind of a sexist. Whoa, why? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Obi-Wan. Uh, and when he's in ghost form talking to Yoda, there is, that boy is our only hope. Yoda's like, no, there's another, you sexist son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Because you know about Princess Leia, okay? You know exactly who Was she is. Was that a reference to Leia or to Vader? No, it was to Leia. To Leia? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he's like, but everyone's like, no, nah, females can't be, they can't be Jedi. We can't count her. Okay, so. He was raised in a different time. Yeah, you know? it was a different time, all right. Uh, and let's see what else we got. Uh, Empire. Uh, also, you know, the Empire, you know, they're actually paying people. You know, they, they're employing half the galaxy with jobs being on the Empire. <laughs> the Rebellion ain't doing that. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, but also, a big thing, if you ever watch uh, Return of the Jedi, so... They have Endor, and the stormtroopers live there, and the Ewoks. They are living fine. Everything's fine until the rebellion come. And then the Ewoks are like, hey, y'all are trespassing. And they were like, we're going to eat you up. Until Luke Skywalker tricks the Ewoks that C-3PO is a god <laughs> and then uses the Ewok <laughs> army and lets half of them die right. to defeat the Empire. I'm sorry. The rebellion are not the good guys. The Galactic Empire, they hate they're the law. Um, who's the uh, who's the one X wing pilot? Uh, Falcon Five or something or whatever. Like Red Five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he dies. Okay. Do you know how many how, people how are they? on a Death Star? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so 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 what about like Alderaan? Like they they blew up a whole planet. They had to. They were the whole <laughs> planet of rebellion people. They're the enemies. Hey, it's America fine. bombs people all the time. Why? Because they're bad. Why can't the Empire bomb uh, Alderaan? Because they're bad. They didn't. They didn't bomb like like just a palace though. They they, they bomb. I mean, that whole planet was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that whole planet. Was all bad. right. So I, I I'll piggyback off of another Star Wars thing, um, and that is this one's kind of been out there for a while. Um, Et is a Jedi. Um, so the uh, proof is um, in, in the film E.T., um, there's a scene for Halloween where he is dressed up in like a ghost outfit, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, while on the street, he sees another person dressed up as Yoda. And he, he, he turns to him and tries to like, you know, uh, talk to him because he seems very, very familiar. The reason he's familiar is if you watch Phantom Menace, uh, the race that E.T. is is on the council um, in, in in that world, proving that like they are in, in the thing, right? So then, if you go back and look at Et, um, he has a lot of force based abilities. He has like you know, telekinesis and like like like, like he move objects with minds. He can he can uh, give like you know like uh, uh, force emotions and stuff, whatever. Um, he raises all the bikes and stuff, you know, whatever. What emotion does he give? Um, while uh, is it Elliot or something like 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 he's watching that like movie or whatever, and, and he feels Elliot full of like you know. Horniness, and then he grabs that girl, like, and he kisses her. That sounds like a Sith, not a Jedi. <laughs> hey, either way, you know, either it's way. got he's he, got force powers. He has force powers. Um, I've always, I always thought that that was really funny, or whatever, because because that, that means that we're in their galaxy or something or whatever. I guess yeah. be, be, because if he like flew here somehow, but all that happened a long time ago. It is <laughs> galaxy far, far <laughs> away, <laughs> but somehow into the future. Yeah, uh, that family another another common one um, that I think people might might know about now is that uh, Sandra D in Greece uh, is actually in a coma the whole movie. So the idea is um, at the very beginning, um, her and John Travolta like they they dance and sing for everybody. You know, um, summer, summer love, loving. and he talks about how he saved her from drowning. Um, and, and that's how they, they first met. So the idea is that he saved her from drowning, but she went into a coma from, 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 the, from, from the drowning, and she didn't wake up. So the whole story that, that you're seeing is all in her head, which explains why there's... They're singing. There's singing, <laughs> and there's dance, and, and there's all these... And, and, and at the end, there's a happy ending of her and Dandy going off all, 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 like in the sky. The idea is that she dies at the end, and that's her going up to heaven. And it's, it's basically just... So, so she, has, she has completely like envisioned... 
this entire fantastical movie or whatever and everything. Well, that's good because Kid Nicky did not need to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like that one. That's that's a nice. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Kind I mean, of. <laughs> yeah, sad. Yeah, another sad one. Uh, picking back and all. This one I had never heard before, and I think it's crazy. So it's about finding Nemo. So, folks, I'm sorry. Um, the idea is Nemo is not real. So at the beginning of Finding Nemo, um, the dad, I forget his name, uh, watches his family get eaten, right? Uh, by, by like a barracuda or something. And the only fish egg left is Nemo, right? And, and so that's why he's so, so overparenting the whole time. So the, the thought is um, all the kids died and that the dad broke down psychologically and he created Nemo in his head. And so, and so the movie, like a Fight Club kind of, thing? kind of. So, so, so the 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 movie is him going through the five stages of grief, and so it and it ends at the very end with him having like acceptance once he's like found Nemo, quote yeah. unquote, or whatever and stuff. And to further put this put this into place, uh, the word Nemo means nothing. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like it, it, which it's Pixar. It could very well yeah. be true. They that they hate you. So yeah, <laughs> everything's super sad. So I, I thought that one was like really kind of cool. Whatever. It's like, it's like okay, because like just like a, like a funny emo fan theory. It's pretty pretty neat. Uh, the next one is one that I'm sure you've heard a lot, um, and that is that Ferris Bueller isn't real. I have heard that one. Yes. They're, they're basically Cameron um, uh, Fight Club esque yeah. uh, created uh, this person that like he wants to be this this embodiment of cool and popular and has like a girlfriend. And so I don't know. But, but see, it breaks down. Cause I don't know if the whole movie is in his head or if he like actually did those things. And then he just psychologically thinks somebody else is there with him. I have no clue. Uh, I mean, it could like, you could say something that like, they actually just go and just hang out at the pool, and then he just when he falls in, <laughs> oh, he, he just, dreams all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So, so the idea is that basically, um, Ferris Bueller is this made up uh, construct in his head um, of of what he wants to be in life, but but uh, but he's too scared of everything. See, I think the movie that should be a reverse one where Cameron's not real. That's just Ferris's conscience, <laughs> <laughs> and it just tells him like, "Hey, dude, you're kind of a dick. You do some dick yeah, stuff." Yeah, it's doing nothing for yeah. him though. Yeah, it does nothing. Uh, so I, 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 that one's another like old one or whatever. Um, you had had a Harry Potter one earlier. I have, I have a Harry Potter one as Ooh. well. Uh, mine is, it explains why the Dursleys hate Harry Potter. So we all know, um, after watching all, all the movies and the books, da, 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 whatever, Harry Potter is a horcrux, right? Yeah. Uh, built by, by Voldemort. We see in, I think the Holly, um, Hollow, Hollow? Deathly, Deathly Hollows. Thank you, Jesus. I was going to say like Holly Potter. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Deathly Hollows in the first one when they're in the woods. No, that's part two. Part two is in part the two. woods. Yeah. They have a Horcrux with them the entire time or whatever, and they slowly start to hate each other because it just... Oh, that's part one. I think. It's it? it's so uh-huh. evil um, that, yeah. they, that they basically... It's slowly tearing them apart. So if you put a Horcrux around a family for like 15 years, they're going to slowly begin to hate you. Right, so so the the idea is that the Dursleys weren't weren't shitty people. Um, that the Horcrux that was Harry Potter slowly poisoned them and turned them into fucking terrible people, or whatever. And so like so it just kind of explains that like that that Harry was doomed forever. <laughs> like, it didn't matter where he was because people were just always. Gonna but I mean, the, I guess the only kind of problem with that, I guess maybe because they were around him for fifteen years yeah. and they turned that way. But like you know, he's around Ron and Hermione and yeah, but only for like for like you know like six months out of the year though. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like they, maybe because they, they, they were they, so they, long. You know, they, but, but, but even then... They got Horcrux poisoning. <laughs> but even then, they, they've had arguments about things and stuff yeah, or whatever, true. you know, like, and they've like fought about things. And so I don't know. So it's it's just... I think it's just a that's way a, to that's like... That's an interesting Yeah, one. it's neat. Yeah. Uh, my next one is... I think you've also heard this one. Um, James Bond is a code name. Yeah, I always thought that. Yeah, I, I always thought this... I, I, I always thought that this is real, but apparently it, for, it wasn't or whatever. Apparently, so... The, the normal thinking is that James Bond is just one character and he's just been going adventure to adventure or whatever. But if you watch the 27 freaking movies or whatever it is. He hadn't aged. In the yeah, years. yeah. It, it goes from the, the 60s into now, whatever. And, and he, you know, it would explain why, why, why nobody knows who he is, you know. So, so the idea is that James Bond itself is a code name. And whenever the other current bond dies or retires they get a new person and i thought that this was always kind of pushed because when did um casino royale 
with Daniel Craig, it starts off with him earning his 007, 007 status or whatever, right? So I always thought that that was him earning James Bond. Yeah. Was that he can, I can kill somebody. Which I also, like, I always thought it'd be really cool. It's like, I don't know why they've never done it, but if you do that, you can, in a case, bring in other James Bonds oh, into yeah. a movie. Yeah. Like, I always thought my brother, too, uh, it'd be cool to have, like, two James Bond pair up against. James you know, Bond. Like James Bond. And he goes and gets Sean Connery. James Bond you know, versus so James Bond. Exactly. Like, that's the ultimate James Bond right there. <laughs> I mean. uh, but, but only the the worst ones. So, like, David Lazenby and, like, uh, Dalton come in or whatever and Oh, they'd have to be the villains. And then you get oh, Sean Connery okay, gotcha, to be gotcha. the good okay, guy. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, but that one I always thought was just, like, commonplace. I, I, just, yeah. I, I guess, and just in my mind, I just assumed that that's just what made sense. But apparently, it's always supposed to have been, like, a, like the exact same character. Mm. My last one is a little weird. Uh, and I heard it a while ago and I've always thought it was really good. The idea is that Aladdin is set in a post-apocalyptic future world. Okay, so this this proof is piggybacking on the fact that um, in, in the original movie Aladdin, uh, Genie is doing a lot of impressions, right? Like he's doing Jack Nicholson. He's doing like, you know, he talks about going to Disney World. He's He turns into a car at one point. So there's all these things that like, it would be in the like 1200s or whatever, yeah. right? So, so you shouldn't know any of these things. So the idea is that um, Genie fell in love with Aladdin and Jasmine and Raja and all those people, whatever. And he had so much fun that he has encapsulated the entire Agrabah into like a snow globe-like world. And so it's gone through time, and he just forces them to just relive moments over <laughs> oh, and over that's again. Scary as hell. And so, and so, basically, it explains why he has a knowledge of the future because it's not the future to him. He's still living like like in a world, you know, going places and doing things and stuff, or whatever. But he used his powers once once he was free, basically, to entrap them for 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 eternity, hanging out with him. So basically, all of them are in like his lamp or something, or whatever. <laughs> I've heard one very much like that, except it was a little different. It was uh, Aladdin is the future. And the, the genie's been locked up for 10,000 years, okay. which would be like now. And he's just been locked up. So the future, like it's 10,000 years from now where like it's a po- post-apocalyptic future. And oh, that's why everything's okay. a little different. Gotcha. There's a little bit of magic. Like there's been like kind of, <laughs> this one made me laugh. Like there's been like mutated stuff where like, <laughs> that's why the birds can talk and stuff like that. That's why the parrot talks. Yeah. Like, yeah. So basically that would, so it's basically it's the present there but that's, it's just in like a really futuristic world or whatever yeah. like a mad so Max. that's why like genie knows all that stuff because he lived through it all gotcha and they have no clue and he just like he's been locked yeah. up for so long that when he gets out yeah so i've always thought it was like a really crazy like just just, just nutso fan theory or yeah. whatever but it's kind of fun yeah so it is that one's great yeah uh guys that was my last one uh if y'all have any fan theories uh that that we did not touch upon please put them in the comment section oh, let, please do let us know what you guys are thinking uh i think that's it right yeah, that's all I got. Well, that's all I've got. All right, all right. There's one that it was uh, the Wizard of Oz. All right, which was kind of fun. Where it's uh, it's like different dimensions. Okay, and that's why like when they're in Kansas, and then they go, she goes to the Wizard of Oz. There's people from the Kansas like reimagined as someone else. Okay, so like her her aunt is the Wicked Witch of the West stuff. Well, it's supposed to be that Dorothy was actually the Wicked Witch of the East. East. Yeah, I, I saw that she also. kills herself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but that's why her shoes. Her shoes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And also, it also explains why she has like magical powers and, yeah, stuff, and stuff as well like because she's the alternate world version of that person. Yeah, so yeah, I thought that I, one was I also, also saw fun. one. Uh, if, if we're doing that, then like I, I saw one also for <laughs> Fight Club, uh, uh-huh. where basically um, the narrator and uh, Tyler Durden or whatever yeah. uh, that they are the grown-up versions of. Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> that, kind of that uh, Hobbes is, is the new imagination of, of Calvin or whatever's like, you know, his, his tiger or yeah. whatever. And um, the fight club is just the version of the girls gross club or something or whatever from, <laughs> from, from the comic book or something or whatever. And so I, I thought that that one, I mean, it's obviously not, not true, but like, yeah, it's just kind of stupid and fun. I like it. All right, guys, thank you all so much for Appreciate you listening. Us. As always get into it. See you next time. Bye.